Welcome to On Brand with Donnie Deutsch. I am Donnie Deutsch, and this is the podcast dedicated to a simple premise that everybody and everything is a brand today. Uh, every athlete, every celebrity, every politician, every product, every corporation, every political party, all brands. We're brands. You're a brand. I'm a brand. We're all brands. Uh, I don't mean to be callous about it, but it's a true brand. There's a set of values. And on Tuesdays, when this is breaking, we do what we call our brands of the week. Um, these are the brands that are, uh, which brands are shaking, moving, go who's up, who's down. On Thursday, we'll be dropping on near interview, our new interview with Neil Katiel. Uh, he's a former solicitor general, probably one of the most esteemed lawyers in the world. We break down all of the, um, uh, Trump doings, if you will, the four indictments. We'll take them apart piece by piece, but let's get right into our brands of the week. First up, uh, brand, what do you say for Trump? I mean, I, I just, I'm going to give a brand poll up. I can never give him a brand up because he's just, he is who he is. But a new CBS News YouGov poll finds Donald Trump lead nationally growing over his polling presidential rivals. He's at 62% in the GOP primary, followed by DeSantis at 16%. And here's an interesting thing. I'll bring that up for Chris Christie. This is, now, Christie is the only one who's punching Trump. The other ones are kind of dancing around it. I mean, Asa Hutchinson is also, but he doesn't seem to be much of a factor. Um, he's just passed DeSantis, Christie has, in the early presidential primary state of New Hampshire. He's passed DeSantis. DeSantis has fell from eight, from 17 to 8, and Christie has gone up to 9. Now, he's still way behind Trump at 49. But that's interesting. And I think particularly the with it's going to be interesting to watch the debates this week. Of course, Trump is not in it. But what Christie's going to have the advantage is that he's going to be calling out all of the other ones. So even though Trump's not there, he gets to do the Trump, you know, the Trump bashing and have the other ones waffle and do whatever they have to do. So he's in an he's in an interesting position. I think Christie's going to continue to rise. Uh Brenda for Glenn Youngkin, I, we've talked a lot about on the show that if somebody comes in as kind of a uh, a, a late entry, a you know a shining armor entry, a knight in shining armor entry, uh, a lot of money is starting to talk to Glenn Youngkin, uh, billionaire Ronald Order, as those considering backing Youngkin, another billionaire Thomas Petterfee, um has since given two million to Youngkin's Spirit of uh, Virginia PAC. Uh, He's a guy, he's a Mitt Romney type guy that a lot of Republicans see as a very smart and sellable alternative to Trump. Obviously, Trump's not going away unless he makes a pardon. And uh, I mean, I'm not, not a pardon, uh, unless he makes a plea deal and, and backs out. Obviously, there's a lot to happen between now and the election. But obviously, we've said this all along. Keep an eye on Glenn Youngkin. Um, Brand up for, or brand down, depending where you look at it, for what we're calling a sense of doom. Some Democrats and most Republicans share a sense of doom. This is staggering. Over 37% of registered voters say the problems are so bad that we are in danger of failing as a nation, according to the New York Times Siena College poll. 56% of Republicans and Republican independents say we're in danger of such failure. Uh, Democrats, only 20%. So obviously, the, the, the doomsdayers are much more on the Republican side. No surprise. The more the Republican voters overall to get their news from non-Fox conservative media sources like Newsmax and the Epoch Times. Um, the group is largely older. Two-thirds of Republicans over 65 say the country is on the fa- verge of failure and less educated. Brand down for Rudy Giuliani. It's kind of fun watching him go down the drain. Um, he's, in addition to his legal troubles, he's just the latest Trump chump. Well, that's a, that's a, nobody's used that. Trump chumps. These are, these are the guys that Trump touches, walks away from them, and they're radioactive. He's out of money. He was looking to collect, uh, at Trump help pay his legal fees to recover the millions of dollars he believes he's owed for his efforts to keep Trump in power. Giuliani uh, says he, 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 sh- he should have been paid fees. Trump basically feels, well, 
I didn't stay in power, so you're not getting any money. Uh, and Maggie Hammond explained that Trump didn't want Giuliani paid unless Giuliani delivered on his promises, and obviously that didn't happen. Um, Giuliani is in real financial desperate trouble. He's going to have major legal fees coming up. And the guy he went to bat for, Donald Trump, guess what? Ain't going to be there for him. Shocker, shocker, shocker. Uh, here's, one of the, here's my douchebag of the week, Michael Flynn. Uh, you remember Michael Flynn, Trump's first national security advisor. He basically came out and he, he's, quote unquote, blamed Jews for dying in Auschwitz, according to the Jerusalem Post. Former Trump advisor Michael Flynn blamed the Jews for the deaths of all the children who died in the Auschwitz. Uh, speaking at an event in Michigan at the beginning of August, clips of which have gone viral. Flynn recounted a trip to his Auschwitz, to, to a trip of his to Auschwitz, and he said that mothers willingly gave their children over the Nazis' train to be shipped off to Auschwitz. Um, Flynn said that mothers would have essentially let their children be packed into the trains like a sardine. I don't know. Don't think they had much choice as guns were being pointed at them. Fuck you, Michael Flynn. Just fuck you. Um, brand out for Jared Kushner. You know, we, it's well documented that Jared Kushner got uh, $2 billion uh, from the Saudis. Uh, his firm, Affinity Partners, never had an investment firm, but they deemed it intelligent to give him $2 billion. We knew all know what that's about. And this is going back a couple of years ago, and he still haven't made, made any investments. He's collecting tens of millions of dollars in management fees. Um, he said it hasn't been a good time to invest. That's why he hasn't done it. But uh, I'm going to quote Norm Eisen, a senior fellow of governance studies at the Brookings Institute, told the Wall Street Journal, in essence, it appears money for nothing. In the absence of material transactions, this goes beyond a raised eyebrow to profound concerns about possible impropriety and quid pro quo. Uh, brand down for X. It's, you don't even say Twitter anymore, X. What a moronic name for a company. It just it doesn't feel good. You say X, it's dark, it's everything. And at least two major organized organizations paused advertising on X, bad name, after their ads appeared on the ad, avowedly pro-Hitler, on an N, avowedly pro-Hitler account. Gilead Sciences, the California-based pharmaceutical giant, and the NCTA, the Internet and Television Association, a trade association representing telecommunication companies, told CNN Wednesday they halted their ads on X. Maybe X shouldn't have pro-Hitler sites on there. Just, just saying as a marketing guru. Just giving you a little hint here. Um, brand down for, or brand up for America's, brand down, America's economic disconnect. This is, uh, this is a problem that Biden has. Majority of Americans say the economy is bad, but their own finances are good. I want to say that again. Majority of Americans, this is from Quinnipiac poll, say the economy is bad, but their own finances are good. 71% of Americans, almost three-quarters of Americans, describe the economy as either, as either not so good or poor, with 51% saying, saying it's getting worse, but 60% say their financial situation is good to excellent. Um, just amazing. Uh, there is a major disconnect there, and that's got to change. Uh, brand down, or really technically brand up for mortgages. They've had, a, you probably know this by now, 22-year high. Uh, mortgage rates have reached their highest level in 20 years. Uh, the average rate, the average mortgage taken out last week was for 417000 With a 7.6% mortgage rate, the monthly payment of that loan works out to 2820 at the prevailing mortgage rate just two years ago, that same amount would have gotten you a $670,000 loan. So for a $670,000 house, you're now paying same thing per month, 28 to 20, as what now gets you a $470,000 house. Ouch. Um, brand down for television viewing, a huge brand down, or at least for linear television viewing. Broadcast and cable usage fell below 50% of total US usage for the first time last month, the lowest linear total to date. Cable share respectively fell below 
And broadcast attracted only 22%. So broadcast viewing is now just 20% of all viewing. Remember when broadcast was everything? Incredible. Streaming well, streaming well, so a record 38.7% of total viewing. Uh, YouTube was the most watched streaming platform in the US last month with 9.2% of overall viewing, while Netflix was 8.5. It's amazing, YouTube. I mean, we're almost almost one in 10 of all streaming is being watched on YouTube. Uh, here's an interesting thing. Brand up for white noise podcasts. They're costing Spotify 38 million a year in profits. Uh, what is this? Well, basically, white noise podcasts are the podcasts which feature calm and relaxing sounds such as falling rain, crashing waves, or just plain static generated a whopping 3 million daily consumption hours on Spotify in January. The podcasts are reportedly so popular that Spotify considered nixing them from the streaming service entirely and redirecting users to music and other compatible program that is more cost-effective from a revenue perspective. There you go. Brand up for teenage gullibility. Online scams. Teens fall for more online scams at a faster rate than seniors, older victims lose more money. That's really interesting. Next time someone from Gen Z tries to school you on how much more tech savvy the generation is, feel free to uh, share the results of this recent study with them. This is from uh, an NBC article. Over the past five years, no age group has fallen for online scams at a quicker rate than people aged 20 or younger. During that span, money lost by Gen Z grew nearly 2,500% compared to 805% for seniors. There you go, you young whippersnappers. Get it together. Um, this is a great one. Brand down for LOL. Gen Z has canceled LOL in favor of a new acronym, IJBOL. You ask, what does IJBOL stand for? It stands for, I just burst out laughing. Unlike the so-called strictly millennial LMAO, laughing my ass off, or R-O-F-L, rolling on the floor laughing, or L-O-L, I-J-B-O, pronounced each bowl, doesn't quite have the same ring to it. I don't know. I don't think this is going to count. See, it's a lot of work. I-G-B, doesn't, you know, L-M-A-O kind of rolls off you. L-O-L obviously does. I-J-B-O-L, each bowl, I don't know. I don't think it's going to stick, uh, but there you go. This one blew me away. Brand up for tattoos. Take a guess the percentage of Americans that have tattoos. This is all Americans. Basically, one in three. 32% of Americans have a tattoo, including 22% of more than one. This is according to Pew Research. Um, the, the likelihood of, of having a tattoo varies by several demor- demographic factors. 38% of women have at least one tattoo compared to 27% of men. That's really interesting. More women have a tattoo than men. This includes 56% of women ages 18 to 29 and 53% of women ages 30 to 49. Uh, 39% of black Americans have a tattoo compared with 32% of 35% of Hispanic and 32% of white and 14% of Asian Americans. Really interesting. 40% of adults under 30 have at least one as do 46% of those ages 30 to 49. So basically almost 50% of Americans ages 30 to 50 have a tattoo. Amazing. Uh, brand up for, uh, Brand huge brand down for opioids. Never give a brand up for opioids. This is now the biggest fear of Americans' health fears passing guns. According to America, according to the latest Axios Ipsos American Health Index, here Americans say is the greatest threat to the U.S. public health. Twenty-six uh, percent opioids and fentanyl, twenty-three percent obesity, twenty percent guns, eleven percent cancer, 
How about that? Isn't it amazing that more than almost two and a half times Americans fear opioids as a risk to U.S. health for their citizens than uh, cancer? And only 3% say smoking. Amazing. Uh, this is interesting. Uh, brand up to gray-haired stoners, a surprising demographic experimenting with weed more than any other. Uh, the number of older Americans trying pot tripled from 11% to 32% between 2009 and 2019. This is people age 65 and older. That's amazing. In this, that's, I love that. There are old people getting stoned. They're saying, what the fuck, man? Why not? You know? Uh, brand up for Dunkin' Donut adult beverages. Spike Dunkin' Coffee and Tea is headed to a store near you. America's biggest beverage and donut chain is dipping its toes into the adult beverage industry. They're flavored malt beverages, meaning the alcohol is made from malted barley. It's called Dunkin' Spiked. Comes in four spiked iced. Now, does this have alcohol? The one place where these boozy kind of... Yes, I guess that's technically alcohol. Um... No, the one place where these boozy concoctions will not be seen is your local Dunkin' store where they not have liquor licenses. Oh, I guess this is just, um, you can buy them in the supermarkets? I'm a little confused here. I guess so. Uh, making the alcohol is made from malted barley. So I guess you can get these spiked Dunkin' coffees in places where obviously you can buy liquor, which is grocery stores now, but not in the Dunkin' stores themselves. Okay. Uh, speaking of uh, spiked spicy things, I love this. Brand up a pumpkin spice Cheerios. General Mills introducing a limited edition pumpkin spice Cheerios. I'm in, man. Uh, this is amazing. Available for a limited time. Familiar uh, pumpkin spice Cheerios are made with real pumpkin puree. And you blend them cinnamon, cloves, and nutmeg. Uh, give me anything pumpkin, man. Guess what? Who do you think the biggest purveyor of sushi in this country is? Brand up for Kroger Sushi. It's become the biggest sushi seller in America. The grocery chain sold 40 million pieces of sushi last year. It's got 2,700 stores. Uh, there you go. Makes sense. Who would have thought? Years ago when sushi was just very trendy and you would get it in just little sushi joints. Who would have said? Who would have thought? Kroger, number one sushi seller in the country. And finally, bring up a Harvest Gold and Avocado Green. Those ugly 1970 colors are back and chicer than before, according to the Wall Street Journal. Remember those, if you were born in the Reagan administration, chances are your early years provided an overdose. I remember we had a nice avocado green, green kitchen growing up. Uh, they covered everything from station wagons to shared carpets. Uh, so it's not with some surprise, a little bit of horror, that in the last few years, they core watches a certain age started noticing the notorious palette making inroads and interiors design. I say good news, bring back avocado green. We love it and... What's the other one? Harvest Gold. I love that avocado green. I'm going to go. My next car is going to be avocado green. That's it for our Brands of the Week. We'll see you on Thursday. We're going to interview with Neil Katiel. We love that you listen. Thank, thank you for listening. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe anywhere you get podcasts, Spotify, Apple, anyplace else. And we'll see you next time on On Brand.